This is Invest Talk. Independent thinking, shared success. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor, Steve Peasley. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, February, February 3rd, 2023. Well, yeah, of course, we're now into February, January and February. Do you remember the cycles, uh, you know, the historical cycles that the market tends to go up and uh, tends to go up in the last quarter and the first quarter of the year? And then it, the summer months and spring, summer months are a tougher time for the market. So, you know, we're in those first few months of the year, first three months, actually, where the market has tended in history to go up. So, so far, it went up pretty good in January. I don't think we'll get that same performance in the next couple of months, but gee, we did go up, you know, well, seven, eight, nine percent for the S&P. I mean, it was pretty, pretty good. Anyways, it, so it might be, you know, the market changes is my point. It changes all the time. You have to be ready for it when it changes. And you have to make some adjustments to your portfolio based on the changes going on. Unless you're one of those, you know, you're a long-term index buyer and buy and hold forever, and then don't worry about anything. Just leave it alone. Don't look at it. Don't look at it until you retire. Just add to it. That's it. But, you know, we got a lot of things to talk about today. I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm here today on this radio podcast to help make the most of your portfolio strategy and decisions about your investments. I look forward to doing it. I like doing it. I've always liked doing it. So the number is always open to give me a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's 888-99-CHART. So we got a lot of stuff to go through. My focus point today concerns the uh, what can we learn from the earnings report so far, especially the big tech companies, Amazon, Apple, Google. What can we learn from those? What's going on? Is it something that we really got to worry about the company? I would say no, not at all. But there are issues that they're facing. So that's going to be the talking point. Time permitting, I also get into a, a bunch of things. I want to talk about the Josh report, of course, today. That came out. I also want to talk about the FTC's possible antitrust stuff with some of the big tech companies, but specifically one. Anyway, um, and finally, if we get a chance, we're talking about preparing for retirement. Okay, and I'm not talking about financial, I'm not talking about money, but preparing for retirement. The other issues that come with it. And, I, and they, they are big issues. You can't ignore them. And if you do, you're going to get surprised. So those are what we're going to talk about today. Time permitting, the market was down because of the news from those big tech companies last night that wasn't so hot. The Dow was down 128. The Nasdaq down 194. And the S&P, uh, S&P 500 down 43. So that was the the performance of the market today. Remember, we've had some pretty big up days recently, so this not this does not even get back, uh, you know, even half of what we've had on the upside. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. 
But um, we're ready to take your first calls. Why don't we go ahead and take that first call? Hey, Stephen, Justin. This is Eric in Houston. Enjoy your show. Enjoy listening. Listen to it every night. Just had a question about HBI, the Haynes brand. Just wanted to see what your take is on it. I know it's dropped recently. They had they have a lot of debt. Their outlook isn't looking so good right now. They dropped their dividend, but I'm thinking, is this a good time to buy or would you just hold off on it? Anyway, thank you very much. Bye. Haynes Brands, everybody. The symbol is H-B-I, Haynes Brands, Inc. Okay? Uh, they are a solid company. They're not that big. They're $2.2 billion, so it's you know a small cap, but you know, moving into the mid-cap range. Uh, they make money. They've made money year after year after year. But you're right. They have a pretty high debt load that they're carrying, and that's probably why the market just, you know, punched this down so hard from $20 down to today at $6.55. So I think it's a good value at this point. They're going to make $0.65 cents a share this year, then $0.90 cents a share next year. But that we already know about that. We already know that it's going to be $0.65. Cents. That's part of why it fell so hard. So we know that a lot of that news is in the price of the stock. So now, since I think it is a pretty stable, solid company, well, now it's just where should I buy it? And I think this is a good plan to buy it. I do. Okay, so I see we have some Color Voice Bank uh, questions ready to play today. I think we might get to uh, uh, Lincoln Electric Holdings later on in the show and Advent Inc. It's Friday, everybody. So I will be sharing highlights from the KPP Premium Newsletter. And that is coming up at the halfway part point of the mar- of the show. Friday's trading day is a rec is in the record books. The market is constantly changing. You must have or find you you have a financial advantage question. If you do, call. That's what we're here for. So give us a call. My phone line is open, ready for your call. It is 888-99 chart. In today's world, a variety of factors are affecting the stock markets. Serious investors know building a secure financial future requires hard work and determination. That's why now, more than ever, when it comes to the planning, execution, and maintenance of your portfolio, you need InvestTalk. With total downloads nearing 50 million, each InvestTalk podcast should be one of your key financial planning and educational tools. InvestTalk is a free download. And hosts Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to provide their unbiased guidance and professional analysis developed from real-time data research and years of investing experience. 24-7, rain or shine, during smooth sailing or on rough weather days, the Invest Talk listener line is open and waiting for your questions. You set the agenda. Don't forget to call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. Everybody wants a secure financial future, but getting there takes strategy, discipline, and the right information. That means you'll have finance and investment questions. Steve Peasley is ready to provide his unbiased answers. So don't forget to call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. 
Okay, our main focus point is, uh, you know, how, what do we, you know, what can we learn from Energy Report so far? And specifically, last night we had three of the major tech companies reporting, and they all reported different to disappointing earnings. So what, what, that was Apple, Amazon, and Google, by the way, all three of them disappointing earnings. Um, so what can you, what, what should we take away from this? Is there something that we need to, to learn? And I'm, I'll tell you this, you can learn because if, for specifically Apple, why did Apple miss its numbers? Well, if you look at the, if you look at their, uh, the report that they got um, from, if you listen to the CFO and what he was talking about and what happened, and of course, uh, the CEO also confirmed it, that it was mostly a concern of supply chain specifically from China, specifically about their latest two versions of their Apple phone, that they couldn't get enough in, that it hurt them. So, uh, you know, what do you learn from that? You learn that, okay, so they got problems and issues, but they certainly aren't, that certainly isn't bad news necessarily, because they can make that up. um, That tells you that they could have gotten, if if things went a little smoother from China, Remember what they did with COVID and shut everything down. Then they probably would have made their numbers. That, I wonder if that gives them pause to think about, you know, moving your supply chain someplace that's not so far away, you know, and not a friendly country to our country. I mean, that just just seems like a common sense thing to do. So anyways, uh, so that was what you learned from Apple. Amazon had different kinds of problems. Uh, specifically, I'm going to talk about the FTC problems, okay, later on the show. But they have those kind of, you know, even though they're huge, I think all three or the entire tech sector is realizing that rising interest rates going to hurt them and that they're getting more conservative and they're seeing more conservative customers than they used to have. And I think that's what really you're basically looking at what's going on with techs, you know, these big techs and other tech cost a lot of money to keep, especially because they're growth companies. Growth companies have to borrow money. But borrowing money is more expensive. It's harder to get. Hurts the tech sector. Anyways, we won't, won't, won't go into that. Anyway, on Fridays, we usually go through, I go do a quick rundown on the key benchmark numbers. The two-year treasury yield is 4.3%. Okay, just so you know, you know, weeks ago is 4.2, and, you know, two weeks ago was 4.18, and three weeks ago, 4.2. So it was hanging around 4.2 for a while, and it's now 4.3%. The 10-year Treasury, give you a little perspective here, the 10-year Treasury is paying 3.52, the same as last week, 3.52. So the inversion increased, inversion yield, inverted yield curves, what I'm talking about. So the difference between the two-year treasury and the 10-year treasury increased this last month. That, and it's already inverted. Therefore, uh, that's not good news for our economy and for, for the coming up future. It really isn't. It hasn't been. You just never know when the inversion will eventually affect the, affect the economy and when it will affect the stock market. You, don't, you just don't know when that's going to happen. It could be a long time, but generally it was within a year or two. Last week, uh, gold sold for $1,929 an ounce. 
So this week it's at 1865, went down. So, that, you know, for gold, if you really want to pay attention to gold, you can watch the dollar. The dollar gets weaker or stronger, and usually the gold does the opposite. Dollar gets stronger, gold goes down. Dollar gets weaker, gold goes up. But also, gold isn't related to inflation. Well, we already built in the inflation news. We know what's going on there. The big unknown is, are we going into a recession? And gold is not, I don't think, priced that in. I don't think it's made that decision. Either silver, either at 2239 an ounce today. It was 2351 last week. So, you know, it went uh, down a little bit as well. This is how it is. Oil, $73.32 a per barrel. Last week was 79 81 before that. You know, and it was in 70s and 80s for a while. It got up to 88 It got up to 92 What was that? 17 weeks ago, it was at $92 a barrel. So that's not causing any of the inflation. And oil is a very big part of our inflation picture. Because the price, price of barrel oil is stabilizing down to 73. So hopefully, you know, it won't jump up anymore. It's already built in the Russian war with Ukraine news. That's already built into the price. All those things are known and there. Okay. Uh, let's see. The, the, you know, the, what we pay for a gallon of gasoline across the country, $3.49. I wish that was true for me. Uh, and that it was three fifty last week. Okay, so it's it, it was it's lower. It was lower the week before that, three thirty three, then three thirty three again. So you know, three forty nine. It's not low, but it's not as onerous as it was. Of course, California is a lot higher. We're paying four fifty nine on average. So Hawaii four ninety three per gallon. That makes sense to me for Hawaii. You got to have it shipped out there. It doesn't make sense for me in California because we have, you know, it's just, we can get our oil, we don't have to ship it across half the ocean. It's here in the United States. And California has lots of oil, actually. It has, but we're not, it's not going to ever drill all that oil out of the ground for environmental reasons. So let's go ahead and grab another caller question. Hi, Justin or Steve. First of all, thank you for your program. I wanted to get your opinion on Lincoln Electric Holdings, L-E-C-O. It's a welding company that I came across while looking for smaller infrastructure companies. It has broken out and currently at an all-time high. The PE is a little on the high end. I was wondering if you thought it was too late to get in. Thank you very much. Bye. Yeah, I think you're... Yeah, you're just chasing the price. Don't do that. Um, I, I never did like doing that. And I'll tell you, sometimes it's worth doing it. I'm not saying, you know, you should never, ever do it, but I, I, I don't do it anymore. I used to try to think that that, you know, when it breaks out, I wait for some kind of pullback. And it's a really solid company. You're right. Everything's good about it. L-E-C-O, Lincoln Electric Holdings is a company. Justin and I are thankful for your podcast support and our free downloads will continue. I want to make you aware that two other ways to find our material are available. Invest Talk has that we have a YouTube channel and an Instagram following. Okay. We're building on building out our more content on both platforms and all platforms all the time. So hopefully they'll be there. I'll call anytime. 888 99 charts. 
know, each time I host the Invest Talk podcast, I have the satisfaction of taking caller questions and then breaking down the often complex dynamics involved. If you've never called, don't hold back. You can leave your Invest Talk questions on the 24-7 Anytime Listener Line at 888-99-CHART. Hey, Stephen Justin, this is Raphael from Chicago. Had a question about Silvergate Capital Corp. Uh, I guess this would be a play on crypto. I see it's been climbing, looking at its kind of yearly, what it's done in a year. It's it's gone down quite a bit, but it seems that it has room to grow. Just wanted to see what your thoughts were. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, anything anything that's attached to crypto makes me very nervous. I mean, look at this stock. Uh, a few years ago, it was around 10, 12. Jumped up to uh, close to 200 points. Two, actually, more. 239 in 2021. Today, it's $18.83. From 239 to 18. I don't like that kind of uncertainty. You know, and they had to give back money this most recent quarter. They were grow, grow, grow their sales, and the most recent quarter sales was negative seven hundred seventy-three million. How's that happen? Uh, and what you know? So I, I would stay away from it. They say it's going to make forty-one dollars a share, forty-one dollars, forty-one cents a share this year. But last year it made three sixty-nine. Next year they say it's going to make a dollar forty-three per share. How do they know cryptocurrency is so? I don't know. I've told you before, warned you before. There's going to be lots of bankruptcies. There's can't that many cryptocurrencies can't exist, and there's a push by some politicians to ban it altogether. So. You know, this banned in China at this point. But we'll see. Just be very careful. Okay, the KPP Premium Newsletter was uh, finished today, and it will go out tomorrow to the subscribers, as we do every week, in the market condition section, which is always this, the main first section. U.S. markets opened down over 1% before pairing back losses slightly midday as more mixed jobs and numbers were digested. And that kind of continued, kind of activity continued throughout the week. Okay, so uh, despite the looming risk of recession, the January jobs report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics came in today, and that was it was five hundred seventeen thousand new jobs. They only expected one hundred eighty five thousand, so it was a huge, huge difference, and that means something as far as what maybe the what the Fed is thinking. You always got to worry about what the Fed is thinking when you see these kind of numbers. Okay. Um, so there were surprises in hiring. There was, a, you know, there was some disappointing earnings. The result, you had a variety of things this week. Uh, so, but, you know, I start quote, I'll give you some of the labor statistics numbers in the newsletter. It's, it's, it's a, I think it's full of useful information. Okay. Uh, the Federal Reserve announced that it's raising a quarter point. It was in the newsletter. We talked about that a little bit. Um, so the markets and, you know, the very end of the week, we had that earnings, as I mentioned earlier, Amazon and Alphabet, uh, Alphabet and Apple, all disappointing tremendously. So the next week, this next week, we'll probably see more volatility in the markets. 
okay? Uh, electronic, uh, electronic data coming out is weighing down from the, the tech sector. Like, there's just a number of issues that the market has to deal with, not, not just the Fed. So, there's, you know, you can read all about it if you get the KPP newsletter. Stock ideas. Uh, I had a tier one auto parts supplier with four operating segments. Global clean air legislation enables the company top line growth to exceed worldwide growth in demand. I mean, they're on the cutting edge. Volkswagen, Ford, Hyundai are the company's three largest customers. This company's three largest customers. So, you know, even with the demographics, its brand portfolio enjoys pricing power, which supports margin stability, and I bet you you don't know who I'm talking about. We get the newsletter. We always give name names there. So there's a kind of interesting couple of stock ideas this week, so maybe you can get behind them. 888-99-CHARTER is our number. Uh, why don't we go ahead and pick up another voicemail? Keep the show. Hey, Stephen, Justin. This is Elaine from Tampa. I'm calling today to see what your opinion is on Vale, D-A-L-E. It's an iron ore company in Brazil. Thanks for uh, your input and really enjoy your show. Oh, uh, thank you. And we talked about Vale a number of times. It is a Brazilian company. It is big. It's almost $79 billion in size. Brazilian company engaged in the mining and exploring of minerals in Brazil and five other countries. Um, they're, you know, 2021, they made $5.01 a share, and that was, the, that was an outlier. That was not normal. You, they had things happening in that year that, you know, allowed that growth. This year, 2022, they made $3.57. In 2023... This year, two dollars and seventy-one cents. So it's three fifty-seven to two seventy, and down twenty-four percent. Um, I would wait for a pullback. It's a good, solid company, and it pays a huge dividend, eight point two percent, and it's been paying that. So, and you know, return equity is very large. Just the politics of the company sometimes are disturbing. I'd wait for a pullback, but I do like the stock. This is Invest Talk. Justin Klein and I thank you for your participation and helping us achieve our overall 49 million downloads since it began. We are moving into a break. On the other side, I will take another listener line question. This is Invest Talk, 888 99Chart. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture. I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented, speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally. First with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, 
listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. Everybody wants a secure financial future, but getting there takes strategy and discipline. Steve Peasley is here and ready to take your calls live. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. Hi there, Steve and Justin. A longtime caller here, or listener, I should say, from Minnesota. like talking to you guys and getting your feedback. I've been looking here for a good ETF, something uh, that pays a good dividend and kind of a safe haven. And I found um, its uh, ticker symbol is MGV. I was wondering what your thoughts were on it. Looks like it can grow the dividend here in the future and um, just a solid play with some good uh, holdings in it. Please let me know what your thoughts are and if this would be a good move to put um, a good amount of money in here for future growth, like a three, five-year thing or more. Thank you. Be looking forward to hearing your information and feedback on the show. Have a good weekend. Okay, MGV is Vanguard Mega Cap Value Fund. Cap means is short for capitalization. Mega Capitalization Value Fund, meaning very large companies that are not overpriced. That's what this fund attempts to get. And it does. Because of the big mega cap, almost all the big mega caps pay dividend. So the average dividend, the yield for M, the uh, MGV is 2.4% last year. So that's kind of what you're going to get as far as dividend. And it met all the criteria you mentioned. In other words, it's big, it's safe. 
Uh, it's uh, for long term, as long as America doesn't disappear, it should keep going up. You know, so, you know, they meet the requirements, and I think it's a pretty solid fund, ETF. Okay. Let's go to Hank in San Francisco. How you doing, Hank? Fine. I've uh, been listening for years, and we really enjoy your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, uh, I'm interested in uh, uh, stock, uh, Star Bulk Carriers, uh, SBLK. Okay. High dividend. What do you think? Um, yeah, these these are tankers. Tankers are, act the same kind of way all the time. So it's Starbucks Carriers Corporation provides international tanker transportation services for dry bulk cargo with fleet of 120 dry bulk carriers. And what I mean by by they all act the same, they're very volatile. I mean, both in their earnings and their sales, it's you know these tankers, it's, uh, they've always, always, always uh, earned a very low PE or no PE because they didn't have earnings that year. I mean, 2015, 16, 17, they they lost money, but ever since then they've made money. But one year they make a dollar eleven, next year they make twenty three cents, next year seventeen cents, then the next year that's six hundred six dollars and eighty two cents. So it's, you know, I mean, they're all over the place. So is it a good place? I don't think the dividend's safe, no, because of that. Uh, one year, they, 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 a few years ago, their dividend was very low. Now it's 29. It depends on how good their business is. So you can't say the dividend is safe. That would be a no. Hank, appreciate the call. SBLK, Starbucks Carriers Corporation. Thanks for listening, too. I really appreciate that. So we had 517,000 new jobs for January. Really huge surprise. Uh the unemployment rate went down again, 3.4%. I mean, the jobs are 100, 100, 200 jobs. 100, 100 to 200,000 jobs is what was expected, and it came in with 517,000. So when I saw that number, I said, well, that's really unusual. And, uh, oh, gosh, what does the Fed think about that? Okay, so they knew about it when they raised a quarter point, and that's why they're insisting that they're not done necessarily. Because that's a huge jobs number. If you're, you know, uh, it, 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 it's directly opposed to the recession that most of us, including myself, expect this year. So it's very different. Very, very different. The FTC, Federal Trade Commission, FTC, Federal Trade Commission, is preparing a possible antitrust suit against Amazon. And I don't know if you remember, but Amazon just recently, just recently settled three antitrust investigations in Europe, I guess I should call them. I don't know. They were antitrust. I don't know if they, I don't think there was a lawsuit filed. I just think there was like accusations. And they just, in recent months, just settled those things. So what about Google and Apple? Don't they dominate too? Hmm. Is FTC looking... To do something with them, very possible. Bigger you get, more attention you get, and that's why those big companies contribute to the politicians. And you know, they got to stand. They want to stay on the right side of the politicians and don't get too sued or shut down or dispersed by the FTC or somebody, some other body that's watching them. So that's the way our system works, everybody. So, what do you think? Um, we're moving on to, gee, we're in the second half of the show, and we're, time is running out. So if you're going to call me, time, now is the time to call me. 
Okay? Now, time marches on, everybody. You're, you're getting shorter and shorter on your uh, savings window, uh, your maximum income. That, By the way, the maximum income for most workers is like between 40 and 60. 40-year-old and 60-year-olds workforce. They make the most. That's when you're making their peak of your particular career, usually. So, they got to put the money away. And if you need help, I want to talk to you about Talk KPP Financial. Where KPP Financial is in Orange County, California, which is in Southern California between L.A. and San Diego. Um, I don't know how well-known Orange County is outside of of California, but... You know, that's where we're located. We're right in between those two big cities. And I wanted to always remind you that, you know, at KPP Financial, we operate with a with with different philosophies. But our main philosophy, what, independent thinking and shared success, meaning we will share your success or your failure because we're going to buy the same things. If we buy for our clients, we buy for ourselves. We always give unbiased guidance because we don't, we're not, we're not connected to any large company or owed any large company anything. You know, we do download and pay for the data, but we mix it up and come to our own conclusion from that data. So we buy and sell our own, you know, the same stocks you stock, it's you buy, that we buy for you at the same price, same time. So I think after about 10 minutes, you, you kind of understand when you, after about 10 minutes talking to me, Justin, or maybe uh, Jason, You'll see that there is a difference. We're pretty personable. We don't try to talk into anything. And we just really want to help you. Really. I mean, that's one of our main philosophies is to help people. I mean, I think that's what you should do in life anyways. So the sooner you contact us, the sooner we can help you with your portfolio. Okay? Next up, I'll answer another caller question here on Invest Talk. It came in from a listener in Germany. So just hang on, okay? Why do listener questions make InvestTalk better? Which of these would you recommend? Because each caller presents fresh questions in their voice. When do I know the right time to take profits? And listeners instinctively realize that InvestTalk uniquely offers a welcome dose of investing satisfaction. I think you have a terrific show, and I've learned a whole lot. So don't forget to call InvestTalk. 888-99-CHART. Hello, Stephen Justin. This is Paulo from Germany. I have a quick question about Avnet Inc. Um, ticket symbol AVT. Is this a good entry point for this company? 46 euros. I have a small position already and uh, they have a small dividend yield. PE seems low and uh, they seem like they could go up further. So what's your opinion on this stock? I'd love to hear that on the podcast and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Avnet Inc. Uh, Distributes ICSs, connectors, servers, software, and interconnected neck passive electronic uh, electronic mechanical devices. Okay, so that's what it does. Um, I like the company. I think it's a pretty solid company. It's a 4.2 billion size, so bright, you know, kind of mid-cap stock. Um, uh, It's out of Phoenix, Arizona. Their earnings uh, have been very strong. They're going to be $7.27 this year. 
up from six ninety three last year, up from two seven two dollars seventy one cents a year before that. So these recent years has been its best years, uh, but next year it's going to only make five dollars and seventy four cents a share. But it's a forty six dollars stock, so that's what eight nine PE, still pretty low. Its range is four to nineteen. But the worry is, why is sales going down next year? Why is the estimates going down? You know, because it probably is, you know, all the experts out there believe we're going to have a recession. So this company would be definitely, it's a very cyclical company, would be definitely affected by a recession. So that's why, you know, they will value it lower. Okay? And so do you. You got to remember, you, you can't fight them because they're big and you you and I are small. I do like this company because they don't have hardly any debt. Management owns 1%. Mutual funds have been uh, net buyers in the last year. They own 56% of the company. So I do think it's, it should move up, but you never just never know. Okay, let's keep it moving. Play two in a row. From Invest Talk to the 24-hour listener line, number 888-99-CHART. This is Joe from Greenville, South Carolina. Just calling about AHT, Ashford Hospitality Trust. Uh, I bought this when it was around $17 uh, a share, and it's just kind of been consistently going down. I was trying to use it as a reopening after the pandemic type of play, but it seems to just keep going down. So any advice you guys have on this one would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. I'll listen to the answer on the podcast. Well, it's unjustified that's going down the fall, the fall that's been having the last year or two. Um, I'm not sure. It's a $6.99 stock now. I mean, I mean, the stock was the high last year was 77. Previous years, it's been, you know, 500, 800, you know, high on the stock price. So this is Ashford Hospitality. It is a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, that invests in hotel properties, mezzanine loans, uh, first T trust loans, and mortgage financing. And so, you know, they're in that REIT business. They got to pay ninety percent of their earnings on the form of, of a dividend to qualify. Um, and their earnings have been going down pretty strongly. So they shrunk. I'm not sure. I mean, it's hard. Something happened in 2020 to the company because then the 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 high of the stock was 283. Okay, P, that, that was a high of the stock. It's now six dollars and ninety nine cents. The next year, earnings collapsed. Okay, and so now they're going to make a dollar five next year, and it's a six dollar ninety nine cent stock. So I would find that very cheap at this point. But I'd like to know what happened in that two thousand twenty to two thousand twenty one year. Did they sell off a big chunk of themselves? What what happened? And of course, you know, it's a REIT, so interest rates are a headwind for them. Rising rates is a headwind, as whatever they even making loans if they made loans which they say they do so it's one of those things they make loans and at the same time they fi- finance mortgages so okay so if you make loans to corporations is one of the things and loans to individuals and interest rates are rising that's going to be put downward pressure on a REIT it's it's because they borrow money to build a house but this REIT they don't you know i, I don't know exactly what the debt is cuz they're not showing it to me so, anyways, that's uh, Ashford Hospitality, A-H-T, okay? That's who that was. Interesting. The, so, preparing to retire, okay? 
is more than just, you know, I'm not going to work anymore. This is a big life change you got to take seriously. One of the things you have to say goodbye to are, are things. You, you, you know, now that you're retired, you're living on a fixed income or whatever, you can't, you can't, you, you don't know, you don't have the income that you could predict going higher in the future so you can bear stuff now. So you got to give up certain, you know, spending habits. You think you're going to spend less? Not really, because you have all that time and you start to spend more. But I will say this, you don't need those things. What's important in retirement as you get older is not is not things. It's new experiences and quality family time. I don't know about you, but I have a big family and I, I enjoy them. I like them. Hopefully, those people don't like their family. Well, that's a problem. But these are the time. These are the time you might have, you know, nieces, nephews, grandchildren. You, you know, this is the time you need to concentrate on those things in your retirement. Things that give you pleasure and give you new life experiences. Most people have trouble not going to work and doing what they're doing. It's just stop. Just stop. Yeah, sounds really attractive. After a few weeks. You'll say, mm, after a few months, you know, man, I, I got things. I got to do something. I can't. So don't. It's not. It's hard to give up the position. It's hard for most people. It's hard. It's hard for me. I, you know. So uh, I just think that that's what we all got to all think about: quality of life, quality of experiences, not things. I like things. I'm not saying you don't buy them. I'm just saying you know that's. You got to start cutting that out of your life because, you know, first of all, you're getting older and you don't have need for a lot of things, I find myself. <laughs> but, you know, that's one of the things you got to start thinking about when you start approaching retirement. It's just not about the money. I mean, even though I want you to have lots of money in retirement, it's that, that's not the most important thing, believe it or not. It's not really. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Pease, and we have one goal here. We only always have one goal, and that's to help you achieve financial freedom. Well, how do you do that? Well, first of all, you educate yourself, and that's what this show really does. We want to keep educating you. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART. You're building your financial future. But you must have finance and investment questions. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley are ready to provide their unbiased answers. So don't forget to call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. Hi, my name's Marty from Alabama. I'm asking about my 401k. It is enrolled in a, a Vanguard Target Retirement 2030 now, I've noticed that it has a lot of, uh, like 20% of it's in tech stocks. It looks like it's heavy in the growth. I was wanting to get your opinion of that particular fund, and I have an option of like 24 other ones that I could potentially roll it over should I be looking at uh, maybe changing funds. I appreciate your help. Really appreciate the podcast and, uh, and enjoying learning from both of you. You're doing a great job. Have a great day. Okay, so he's in a, a 401k target-dated fund, meaning you pick the date, 2030, 2035, 2040, uh, as to when your retirement date and the fund itself will adjust itself to become more conservative as you get close to retirement. 
Now, why I don't like them is hopefully you have other better choices, you know, variety. But why I really don't like them is that you know, they completely ignores interest rates movement. For instance, the Fed right now is raising interest rates, and these funds of the bond funds and and you know conservative funds that the these these target dated funds move toward as you get closer to the retirement date. They buy bonds. They don't care rising interest rates, falling interest rates. And when interest rates are rising, those bond values go down, so you're not really making – you're losing money on them. Well, you can lose money in the stock market too, but don't think – and when the interest rates start to rise, okay, they go down. When the interest rates start to fall, they go up. So, you know, target date is 2030. That's what, seven years from now? I guarantee you, interest rates will probably go down and up in that period of time. So, it, and your fund will just become more and more conservative. Anyways, the point is, I don't care for for them for that reason and a few other reasons. So, I would suggest you look for other funds, you know, in your lineup. Say you had twenty four, and that's quite a bit for four hundred one k actually. We're almost at the official start of our weekend, everybody, but we've got a little time left, so. Let's roll in another Invest Talk listener question. You know the number. It's always the same, 888-99-CHART. Hi, I was calling in about applied materials with a shortage of semiconductors. I was wondering what a good entry point would be. Thank you. Hmm, okay, this is uh, Applied Materials, A-M-A-T, A-M-A-T is the symbol. It's out of Santa Clara and uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, they're a big company, $101 billion a size, so that tells you how big they are. They manufacture uh, depositions, inspection, and etching, cleaning equipment used in, you know, the fabrication of flat panels, for instance, and screens and a bunch of stuff, Okay. Uh, their earnings are going down, and that's why the stock has kind of fallen a little hard time. They were going to, they, 2002, 2022, they made $7.70 a share. This year, it's going to be six, the estimate is 671, and next year, 664, because they think that our, we are on the downside of the economic cycle, and that really hurts tech stocks going on the downside of the economic cycle. So, this stock was selling for 167 in 2022. Today, it's 119. It went as low in recent times as into the 70s. So, um, now it's at 119 from 70 119. That's what 35 40 percent increase uh, um, from the low. The high is 160. So I, it's kind of in the middle of its range for the last couple of years. Uh, so I think it's going to start hitting some resistance in the 120s. And remember, it's 11998 per stock right now. Uh, they pay a very low dividend. They, it's a well, very well-run company, but it is cyclical, and you have to understand the economic cycles is why this price would go up and down, even though they're still growing their sales. They're growing sales slower, you know, 10% versus 30 40% in, in, you know, recent months, so recent quarters. So that's why it's having a hard time, Okay. I'm Steve Peasley, everybody, and I appreciate you listening in and calling in. I do appreciate it. This completes another InvestTalk program. Jessica Klein and I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members, if you can, about our free podcast downloads. So get your downloads anytime you want at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We have achieved more than 49.3 million downloads, and I want to thank you for that. 
please be sure to rate us on iTunes if that's how you download. Give us a rating. Uh, you know, good rating spreads the word, gives us more exposure. We like that. Okay? Independent thinking and shared success, everybody. This is Talk. Good night. Talk is a trademark of KPP Financial. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them. Specifically, nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell security. Because such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor firm which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president, and Justin Klein is chief executive officer of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial. Thank you for listening, and your comments and questions are welcome on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.